Hey everybody, Jesse here from Flyers Alley. I want to talk to you guys about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We use Anchor in the Alley. You guys should too. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Flyers Alley. I'm your host, Jesse Bell. With me, as always, in the alley is the gang. Let's bring them in. Jake Long, how you doing, brother? Good, how you doing? Doing good. Just got done eating a bunch of McDonald's. Yeah, I heard your uh, your uh, diet you got going there. It's a pretty legit one. We all make mistakes, Jake, okay? With us always in the alley is Wade. What's going on, brother? I love the hat. I get had to bust it out. Get yeah, I wish, like a, I, wish, I wish you had like a Flyers one though. Like the, I'm just so uninterested in anything that has to do with the Phillies. But the NASA shirt makes up for it completely. So, I'm just uh, yeah. Hey man, Phillies got the most recent MVP. Come on. Yeah, but I, I, just, I, I just like hate baseball. I don't, I don't know. I just I can't do it anymore. Also with us, the newbie. Jess Hess, my assistant, Jess Hess. Jess, how you doing? What's going on? What's up, guys? Now that we're how, here. Uh, how we doing? How we doing? Pretty good. Awesome. And that is the gang in the alley. Before we jump into this, uh, let's do some ad reads. Relax over there. Body check wellness. Old City Sports and Flyers Alley, sponsored by Body Check Wellness. Go to www.bodycheckwellness.com. Use promo code OCS in all caps for your hemp-derived CBD oils and function and mushroom blends. And we're sponsored by Kenwood Beer. Go to www.kenwoodbeer.com and use the Kenny Tracker to find a distributor near you. There were uh, there were a lot of Kenwoods flowing this weekend. A lot of Kennys. <laughs> a lot of Kennys. I got a couple. I, I, I haven't cleaned up. I mean, you know, it's just like an absolute like mosh pit down here right now. Stale Kenwood. beer smell. Perfect, I, perfect basement. So it just reminds me of the old days. Yeah. <laughs> um, with that being said. Let's let's jump into. It. I got I got some things. I got some things going on here. Um, I wrote this up real quick. Getting some alley talk. First thing we got is the Flyers defeat the Flames two to one in regulation. Now, I'm gonna go around and then I'll get my uh, opinion last. Jake, let's see what you have to say about this game. Which one's that? 
the Flames regulations. I mean, we got uh, no. That one's overtime, right? Two to one. I threaded regulation. Yeah. No, maybe. But, um, no, no. We beat the Flames in overtime. Did we? Yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe we lost. Yeah, what do you want me to do? I watched that one too. That's a sad thing. Ah, uh, you know, it was overtime. It was overtime. Wasn't it Lawton? That was Atkinson. Was it Atkinson? Yeah, oh, Atkinson I called Atkinson. Got the rebound goal. Yeah. I messed it all up. I even called that. I called that. Yeah. But, I mean, another great game by Carter Hart. 33 saves on 34 shots. They beat us 4 nothing um, last time we played. So it was nice to get some type of revenge, even though they squeaked out a point from us. Um, but a win's a win. Anytime you get two points, it's it's a good game. I'll go to Wade. Wade, what do you think? Oh. Yeah, I just man. remembered something. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened there? Must- <laughs> I remember something real interesting. A little Taco Bell, yeah. a little release there, a little bit. Well, <laughs> well, you know, Jake nailed it on the head. Carter Hart is what kept us in that fucking game. So nobody's giving him props. I see in the media. So thanks. Don't say what I want to say, please. No, Frank, that's it. Frank. Frank, Frankie James says Atkinson goal, bro, and Julia. Galinkin. Galinkin. That's half queen. I didn't. I, okay. Okay. A little love there. Um, Jess, go ahead. That was Kevin Hayes' goal that he celebrated by pointing to the sky. I got a little emotional. Yeah, it's pretty emotional. I, like, I had that like written literal down. Literal tears in my eyes. I had that not written to, down for later, but you know. Not to be a dick, I was more emotional that he got re-injured. Well, yeah, but I'm so pissed off about that. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. We wanted to know what we thought. <laughs> that is true. Unsweetened iced tea. Everybody, get on it. Um, no. Uh, okay. Um, there is something that was happening. I'm actually pretty upset with myself that I messed up uh, this game in overtime. Um, there was something that was happening on the ice. I don't know if everybody uh, was aware of it. Um, something happened on the bench with AV and Zach McEwen. Um, there's no concrete evidence that it happened, but if you watch, and I went back, and this is, I, I'm actually, this is why I'm so upset with myself. I actually watched the condensed game of this just to make sure that this actually happened. Uh, Zach McEwen was trolling the shit out of Matthew Kachuk the whole game. So I don't know if it was AV saying, I want you on this kid. I don't care what happens. I don't care if you have to fight him. I don't care if you have to, you know. And the best thing about Zach McEwen is, is that he's doing this kind of the same stuff that A.Q. Bell was doing but better and not taking penalties for it. And he was trolling him all game. And you can actually see in some of the uh, highlights that uh, uh, Kachuk was kind of getting tired of it, but he didn't want to do anything because Zach McEwen will beat the living shit out of him. Um, 
I don't know if anyone saw that, but that was something that actually stood out to me in the game. Uh, and the frustration from the rest of the team. You know, Johnny Goudreau, you could see fr frustration on him. Um, a lot of things were uh, happening during that game. I think that was a great showcase of how the team has been solidifying with the defense and Carter Hart's performance in the net for Johnny Hockey to come here next year. Regardless of what everyone's thoughts are on that, I do think that is a, a, a possibility. Uh, me and Frankie were on um, drunk on ice the other night, and I had a good point that I think we could get Tarasenko and we could get Johnny Hockey at the same time. Uh, there are rumors that Johnny Hockey would come back with a hometown discount because um, he just wants to be close to home. I mean, he's not new in the league anymore, so it's not like he hasn't made his money. Um, and Tarasenko, we have we have enough uh, we have enough things to offer that we could get both of them. So, plus if Giroux wants to leave, that's a piece that we could send away as well. They're not going to let Giroux leave. I don't. I don't. I honestly. Oh, here goes Frankie. Frankie James. Johnny G looks like he just does not want to be in Calgary anymore. And he's actually. I mean, he hasn't changed agents yet. And Jake Ox, you get that. Um, I'll segue right into this. Um, he, when Claude Giroux, regardless of what, who made the statement and if it's true or not, the media, the organization, and the fans all know that apparently he is going to be making his decision at the end of this year. When you hear that, that just, that's just, if I were Chuck Fletcher, I would already be. Call making calls and being like you're out of here because you're obviously it's up to you now whether you want to stay. Like I don't know. I, I don't feel like Chuck, Chuck Fletcher. Excuse me. I don't feel like Chuck Fletcher is going to deal with that. I mean, he said it. A Bell. They said A Bell packing after he was. I mean, it's still a little early in yeah. in the season. It's not too early, but I mean, Jesus, they they sent his ass packing. That's because he sucked last year too. Wow. Okay, Frankie James says, have to move JVR for sure. Too much money. I disagree, Jake. I think Giroux is not re-signing. Uh, yeah, he said that the other day. I don't think he's going to re-sign. I think this is his last year. And Brett Clemmer, I propose to trade Wayne Simmons and a first and third okay. for JVR. See ya. Done. I'll drive him to the airport. Yep. That timing does work, doesn't it? That's one of the smarter things I've come up with. Thank you. <laughs> Regardless of whether he was talking to me or not, I'm taking that as a, as a compliment towards me. I never get any compliments towards Brent or from Brent. Moving on. Um, but, yeah, they win. Uh, that was the good the good part of the week. Bad part of the week started with the Flyers falling short to the Bolts in overtime loss 4-3. to three. But this game was amazing. That was an awesome game. It was such a good goalie game. Um, oh, I wish that they. they uh, I, I loved it. I loved every part of this game, and I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. It kind of followed into the next game. There was there were some dirty things going on in these two games. Brent Clemmer, nice hat. That's directed towards you, gummy. <laughs> um. I don't think this is. I think this is going to be. Now I don't know. Have we've played? Have we played the Lightning yet this year? 
We'll play them again on Tuesday. Yeah, on. tomorrow night. Oh, no, I said, have we played them? Yeah, yet? that was the first game against the Lightning. No, that was the I first. Think, I think this is a good sign in the right direction, even though it was a loss. I think it's a good sign in the right direction. Frankie James, incredible game by the captain. Carter was warlocking it in. Great game. And no, that was for you since you never compliment you. Okay, you know, it's just, I don't have time. I said, I said that wrong. Yeah, I think it was a great yeah. game. Um, great effort, but they, they didn't follow it into the next game at all. Well, so... We can go around. We can go around the way here. Let's 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 kill this game off first, and then we'll go to the next one. But I think we were all in agreement agreement that this was this was <coughs> great overtime hockey. But actually, one thing I want to I want to get your guys' point with this game is um, is everybody in agreement that the shootout should fucking go? Yes. Yes. I also say yes. Wait, are you really gonna be that guy? Are you really really? How will that suit? Isn't in anymore. Martin St. Louis isn't in anymore. So just take it away. Those are the only two that can mesmerize anybody in a shootout. Well, Patrick I mean, Hart didn't make it look very difficult. That's all I'm going to say. Well, he just forgot how to play hockey or just really wanted to go to bed. I think he was done. He was just like, fuck this. Well, when you see your guys go down I mean, half ass effort shots, I mean, I'd probably be like, all right, exactly. get the fuck out of here. How many shots did he face on that night before the shootout? Oh, I'm just uh, – hey, look. 32. I, I, no, no, I'm asking. Only 32? Yeah. yeah he, I mean, some of the shots he could have – like the second one that he let in. But against Stamkos, you know, nine times out of ten, that kid's making it. Yeah. Frankie says, I look like – wait, Jesse has this painter artist look with the turtleneck hat. Going to start calling him Pierre. Laugh a lot. I don't think that's going to happen. And I don't think it's going to catch on, okay? Jesse, I thoroughly enjoy that when somebody says LOL, you say laugh out loud when you read it. Well, because people that are listening to the podcast, Ed, don't see that, okay? Okay. I may change my alter ego. When I I wear this hat and this turtleneck, I may be Pierre Gonzalez. Anyway, I like Javier Pierre Gonzalez. How about that? Do you think, you gotta bro? Put a, you got to put a painting behind you that you painted it ruined yourself. it. I feel like we should just start talking about fucking soccer now. With fucking like Philadelphia this. Union, huge goal. 23rd minute. Uh, shootout stays 10 minutes overtime, though. Um, yes. If we have games going one minute, 45 seconds, then we're going going to see many more injuries, and it won't be good for the game. Not every game can be played like the playoffs. Hey Pierre, so he he, you know, Brent just supports me and everything I do. Um, haha, dad, great name. I think it's a great name. Um, that being said, I think it should go and check this out. I've been thinking about this a little bit today. I think it should go three on three for the first overtime, two on two in the second overtime, and one on one in the third. One on one. Absolutely. Let's how, keep it. Keep it. How clamping. do you even do that? Let's one on one. You would make that game last so much longer. I'm a, I'm, three well, three. Look how look how 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 good that overtime was. Yeah, but three on three for ten minutes, ninety five percent of the time someone's going to score, and then if not, you, I think it's reasonable to go to a shootout at that point. Just to end it. I just want to get rid of the shootouts because I could watch three on three until it ended. 
Yeah, but yeah. like Brown was saying, they're not going. They're not going to kill these it's guys. Not straight. But... Season. So. Might as well have a shootout at one on one. They should just have two guys fight, and whoever wins the fight, yeah. a goalie fight. <laughs> yeah, right. Or the oh, coach let's resurrect. Right. Let's resurrect Ray Emery. The heck stall. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, uh, all of a sudden, Holby would get drafted the yeah, team yeah. we were playing. He'd resign from the NHL. <laughs> and Brent says players get injured though. Okay, the comments are rolling in here. I'll come all about it. All right, let's move on to uh, the Flyers lose to Boston in a very interesting five to two loss. I, for one, am going to start with Ristolainen was out of his fucking mind during that game, and that was my highlight of that game. He, whoever he was talking to was going to die. And I love that because it's bringing the hatred back and we need an absolute rivalry. Like there are no rivalries that we have Pittsburgh, but it's just, uh, that's just getting so outplayed because like they just don't even want to initiate the whole like aggression. They just play now. Um, I like the whole, and plus Boston has Trent Frederick. So if, if anyone wants to really like go, like there's people that'll, that'll go drop the gloves and, you know, answer the bell. So, I mean, I love the hatred. What, what do you think, Dick? I, I like the hatred. I, I hate losing to Boston because I think Boston might be the worst sports city or my most hated sports city because I hate all four teams from Boston. And the way the Flyers came out and played, it was just disgusting and disturbing. Um, I just This team really needs some help. Uh, I'm really starting to panic with the injuries that are happening. And with not having any consistency besides Carter Hart. Don Curry and says, actually, call Drew. He's been consistent as well. Don Curry says, go Penguins. Frankie James says, Jake has a good point with the fighting. His dad was the Frank Bialowis of deck hockey. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was that guy. Uh, moving on. Um, yeah, so, Jess, anything for the Boston game? We talked a lot. I mean, we talked about it a lot for because we did a post game for that. Um, well, I guess we did a post game after Calgary too, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah we did. I was on. Um, it was just that the bench minor against Giroux was terrible against that Boston game. I mean, who knows what the outcome would have been? Like, would have been had that not happened because it gave them a four on four. Because we were going on a power play right then, and it was even out two minutes, four on four. And then the bench minor happened, the delay game. If we were, if that didn't happen, we would still we would have a power play. Who knows what would happen? Yeah, we could have tied the game at that happen. point. That that threw the game away for me. I mean, there's a lot of factors that threw that made us lose the game, but that was just that pushed it. And it was very angering. Okay. <laughs> that's all I'm, I'm gonna say. The Risto rage was the high point for me. And that's, that's what that's I That's about the only high point in that game. What's that? So that's about the only high point from that game was him ready to fucking rip someone's face off. But other than that, I mean they like when we were watching the game, they had thirty shots through the first thirty minutes of the game. And it was 44 total. Yeah, um, Jones let in a couple soft ones, but I mean, when you're getting peppered by skilled players, 
44 times, I mean, you're eventually going to have some bad goals let in. Yeah, yeah, it was it was just it was an outright bad game. I, I hate to, you know, try to bring up things that are positives, but you know, I, I did like risk the line and going nuts because that's that's what I'm all about and I love just like, you know, people trying to kill each other. Um but yeah, that's pretty much all I got for that. Yeah, that's what we were expecting from him anyway when we got signed. I mean, who'd have thought therapy actually throwing down during the night against yeah, Matt? You, know, you know, it's just it's just I'm getting this. It's literally the next thing. It's the next fucking thing. You know? Segways, bro. Segways. Well, you weren't even bringing me in this last segue, so I thought he kicked the fucking wall down. And what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> Everyone was talking. Everyone was talking. You can't. Don't. Don't get. Don't get sensy. Look, Pierre. I fucking cut you. With a name <laughs> like Pierre Javier Pierre Gazale, I don't think you're gonna you're gonna stab me, bud. Okay. Here we go. Um. Yeah, so do a little round the rink. Uh, Farabee drops the gloves. Here you go. There you go, Wade. You want to you take that? I'm already done with it. <laughs> oh, okay. Farabee drops the gloves a little uh, a second too late because yeah. he was already getting his face beat in before he could even get his gloves off. So didn't end yeah. well for him. He, he did well with uh, against Friedman. He dropped him, but yeah. I, I don't remember who he fought, but it was definitely the wrong guy. Was McAvoy. McAvoy. Yeah. Oh, McAvoy, their leading defenseman, which was good on him. You take, take their top defenseman out for five yeah. minutes. We yeah. did nothing with that. but Maybe that was the plan all along. <sighs> Unsweetened iced tea, Don. Unsweetened iced tea, bro. Come on now. You know I don't drink during the work week. Come on, man. Not anymore. I'm a professional out here. Um. Yeah, Farabee. It shouldn't be Farabee. Is the point, though? I mean, it, it should be somebody else. Um, like I said in the other game, McEwen was trolling uh Matthew Kachuk because I mean, if you take him off the ice, you know, that's just one guy that's an absolute. Excuse me. Excuse me. I wasn't ready for that yet. <laughs> what guy? Okay. Rachel said, <laughs> just can't <laughs> Rachel Shea says, can we just talk about how Jake's beard is growing back? Oh, that's why you put it out. Oh, okay. It matches his mullet. It'll be back in no time. Whoa. Maybe Ryan Ellis will be back by the time it grows back out. Maybe. And thank you for the deer jerky. I, I had some killer deer jerky today, by the way. That's pretty good. Um, Damn, I love deer jerky. Shit's so good. Yeah, it was, it was on some different levels. It was smoked. It was it was pretty good. Oof. Yeah, it was pretty nice. Um, here's one. Is anyone worried about Jones? Um, I know a lot of people are torturing him in the media right now, but I just don't know if um, – is there something to worry about? Me personally, I'm not worried. I mean – He's a backup, so backups are going to have bad games, and then they're going to have good games. And that's what he's been so far. He's had he started out hot, and he had a couple bad games. But like I said, 44 shots against a good team like Boston, you can't really fault the guy too much. I mean, yeah, he let up five goals, but 44 shots is a hell of a lot for a backup goalie to keep you in the game against a skilled team like Boston. There's definitely a lot of shots. Jess, what do you got? Um, I'm – 
I don't want to say I'm worried, but like I'm a little bit just because both of his losses are total. He let in ten goals in two games. Both of his losses were five goals against. Um, but like Jake said, he's he's a backup. He's doing his backup thing. Um, it's he started out strong. He started out three and zero, and then two losses. He'll 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 get comfortable again. I think. He just needs to not be put in games against Boston. He should have been better against Dallas, but he shouldn't have been put in Boston. That was good. That's what I was going to say. No, not that exactly, but – a- Av has to figure out like he knew with he knew with Brian Elliott uh, he should be playing he was he was really strong against um, I don't know what that is he was really strong against the Capitals like really and consistently strong against the Capitals um, there are certain games that Jones should play and there are certain games that Hart should play I'm not saying that that Jones should play against all the worst teams but right now like just kind of solidify like a a streak of of some sort I think that's how it should be. Uh, Hart should play against um, the top tier team. He's the starting goaltender. He should play against the top tier teams, and uh, Jones should play against the lower teams. What do you think, Wade? Well, you could do that, but then what happens down the stretch? You get into the playoffs. Your top goalie is out for maintenance or whatever, and then you got a not so good or well tested goalie going against possibly a very hot team in the playoffs. Well, it's not. It's not like you're playing. Like, okay. So let me let me reiterate that. You don't don't play them against just the worst teams. You just you just have to play hard against the higher echelon teams because that's what he's there for to begin with anyway. And if yes. he's not going to get tested, he's not going to he's not going to learn anything. Jones has been through it, but Jones also I don't think can handle those teams. So that we know of. So, well, are you are you willing to take the chance? Right now, yeah, it's early. It's early in the league. You November know, almost over. It's still early. I'd rather know what I have now, so by the trade deadline, I know if I need to cut dead weight or not. That's the way I look at it. All right, all right. Well, I'm not. I, I, for one, am just very nervous about a lot of things, so I don't want to do that. Not. If and even even the goalies are the least of my worries with this team right now. It's the, the the entire team's way of defense around goalie by goalie is what should scare you. You know, God forbid Hart goes down with an injury, and then you got a team that doesn't really play a, a very safe dis- defensive style game around Jones. Like you guys keep saying he faced over forty shots against Boston, and Boston's really not even a shoot first team. And they're really not that good this year either. That's the best yeah. thing too. Okay. I mean, I mean, I would I would play Jones against Boston because Hart played outstanding against Tampa a few nights before, or the night before. I'm not sure. And that game give Jones the give Jones some of the starts to to make him semi okay or even okay. He may be good against those teams as well. Like like we said in the beginning of the year, I I wouldn't play him more than thirty games. 
because you're paying all that money to, to Carter Hart to really carry the majority of the workload. I just think it was just his time to play against Boston. I'm, I'm trying to let your, your face catch up with your, your, your audio. <laughs> uh, okay, you're good. Uh, okay. I should just wear a mask so you never know. You should wear one of those masks, those digital ones that move. Might have to come out of the company. Company checkbook on that one. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Um, Hayes scores one for Jimmy. Uh, let's go to Jess with this. We can have Jess start this one out. Um, it's a great thing to see. Um, unfortunately, he did like kind of stumble over a couple minutes after that, and uh, he went off the ice. But then he came back. But uh, yeah, what, how, your thoughts on on you know just the whole thing? And I think you expressed that it was a little bit of a tearjerker. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you wanted to start with me because I'm a sentimental bitch, but you know we're gonna start with you because you're a sentimental bitch. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was sentimental for me. Um, as someone who has experienced a significant loss this year, um, I know exactly probably how Jimmy was feeling. Um, you guys don't really know my story, but. I'm not going to get into it now, but um, he, it was, he had a tough couple months and he had every, we were just, as soon as he got back on the ice, we were just waiting for him to do something, you know, like for, for Jimmy. And he wound up doing that, pointed to the sky and it was a really, I thought it was beautiful. I I, I honestly, like I actually cried. (laughs) And yeah, and he gave the was, puck to his nephew as well, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's Jimmy's son. Yeah, I, um, um, if Jess, if you want to add on to that a little bit more, or add on to, I guess, pour the emotion on a little bit more. Um, I started listening to Missing Curfew today, and that's uh, Jimmy Hayes, Scotty Upshaw, and I forget the other guy's name. Um, ironically, ironically, today they had um, Cote was on their lo- latest episode. Um, they, uh, that was his, his podcast. He was, he was a host on that, on that show. So, hmm. uh, yeah, they, uh, they definitely, they announce each other every time and they announce him, you know, saying that he's looking down on us all, every day and all that. So it's a really cool, it's a really cool thing. I mean, it just, it definitely solidifies the whole thing that hockey players just do it better than like yeah. every other sports organization. They all right? have like each other, like they're so supportive like they could be fighting on the ice and something like this happens and it's the whole league is with each other and it's really like it's 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 great i, I don't know if you two have any emotions towards your birth you know not even stone, stone cold killers yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's okay I, I carry the estrogen for the team here it's all right. <laughs> I am a bit of a crier, believe it or not. I am too. <laughs> uh, moving on. Now, I think you guys will have a good time with this one. How impactful is Ryan Ellis and Kevin Hayes' app play? We'll go to Wade to start this one out. I find, I don't know if scary be, be the word I'm looking for, but, you know, we go out and we get Ryan Ellis to really man the blue line with Prove and, I think he played what four games, five games this year, and he's been hurt for all the rest. 
Yeah, and I'm worried big time about it. I mean, the whole thing for us was having that veteran presence on the on the blue line with Provy, and we've lost it already. And who knows if it's going to be a lingering injury, like what happened with Hayes. The, the dumbest thing was let him go back out in the, in the third period. Now, you yeah. knew it, it was the same area of the injuries come back from. Why the fuck are you letting him go back on the ice? I don't care if he's beating on the wall. He wants to do it. You know, he just scored for his brother. He, you know, he wants to keep going, wants to help the team. But you got to do what's best for the team now and in the future. And when you're now you're week to week with re-injuring the same injury, that's, yeah. that's not a good sign at all, especially if he has to get surgery again. And he's probably out 90% of the season, if not the whole season. So both injuries are really scaring me because I thought those two, having Ellis on the team and then getting Hayes back, I thought it was going to be later in the year. I thought it was going to be later in December, so it was a shock that he was back this early. But having those two, I was, I was like, yeah, you know, we're ready to gear up for a playoff run. Now they're both gone. And who knows for how long. And with how tight our division is, every fucking point matters right now. And we can't string together a fucking winning streak to save our life. Or a power play goal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a whole other issue. Uh, Jess, you got anything to say about that? Mute. You muted yourself, bud. You're a mine. I forgot because people were walking by, so I'm like trying to yeah, mute I it every time was, there's like, motion. cookies or stuff behind you. There's some chips of hoy I heard crack on. You know, it ain't here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Once your gummies kick in. Oh, they're in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jess. That's oh, okay. When you didn't hear me, I didn't. I said I really didn't have. A whole lot to say about it. Um, I want to. I'm trying to like. I think that the. It's. You're saying how impactful is the absence, but I feel like it's. It's more like how. How is it working negatively? Is that how like. Well, I mean, do you think it's going to be. Do you think it's going to affect the team? Uh, at all. I mean, do you think it's going to, is it going to be a deciding factor later on in the season or, you know, I think it already has been a little bit because we signed, like, I mean, we got, we re-signed Kevin Hayes, Ryan Ellis. We, we just got, and we were expecting things to happen right away. And it's a little disappointing that neither of them are playing because we wanted to see what they could do. Well, I mean, we knew what Kevin Hayes could do, but especially with the loss of his brother. We didn't know how it was going to impact his game. Um, and with Ryan Ellis, like, we just wanted to see how he worked with the team. We did a little bit, but I'm just, like, I'm just ready to see more. And I just – it's – I think it I think it has impacted the team a little bit. And so. we talked about it before the season, calling these guys up and down is going to have an effect on them as well. And now you're doing it every week. I mean, now at least there's a longer timetable, so you know certain guys are, are going to be up. But we're one injury away from having someone from the Phantoms come up on defense or forwards, and we all know how they're doing right now. It's 
not the best thing to have. Yeah, so like that that has a lot to do with what I was gonna say is is who's gonna come up like who who will come up now? So Ryan Ellis obviously is a defenseman and Kevin Hayes is a forward. So I mean what's what's the um what's what's gonna happen here? So do you uh you have Zamula down there and you have and you have uh Cam York. Um I don't know if you're going to pick one. I would say Zamula if it's a pecking order type of deal. Um, I, I still don't want to bring up Cam York, uh, but in the forward section, everyone's uh, crying for more for Morgan Frost. And I, I, for one, just just it's not that I have a bad taste in my mouth about Morgan Frost. It's just about how he handled himself when he got sent down. Um, when he got sent down, and it was, apparently it was this. I don't think we were that shocked to be honest with you when it happened. Um, I, I'll, I'll go back and listen and, and see what our reactions were. Cause I don't think we were that shocked. Um, I, I wasn't shocked. I know for a fact, but everyone's calling for him to come up. He, he does have good points. And me, I actually went over this with Brent, uh, the host of the sixth man Toronto show. Um, he does have good numbers and good numbers to the point where he deserves a chance, but I still don't want him to come up. I still think he needs to uh, mature more down in the in the AHL, but now it's like, who else could come up? So now it's a forced come up. Like I think that's what Jake was getting to. Now you're gonna with these injuries, you're you're kind of forcing some of these kids to come up. And do you force them to come up now so they get some time under their belt to maybe solidify some good play towards maybe a playoff run? Like who? There's no one else really that could come up because uh, they just announced today that Tyson Forrester's out indefinitely, well for like eight, six months with a yeah, shoulder he's injury. Yeah, he's done. Um, is it five months? Yes. Oh, fucking stone me in t- town square. Um, I just read it. That's another reason why I know. You know what? I apologize. Um, <laughs> But yeah, on defense, you don't have anyone. I mean, you you, you don't have you don't have anybody you could bring up besides Zamula and York that are worth it. And I don't even think you would bring those two up. I think you take the I think you take the older guys because you want the young guys to like stay prime. Unless if it's closer to the playoffs and you just want that offensive spark because they're more offensive type of guys. We notice uh, I, I'm already considering Sealer is is here. Yes, he's our and, seventh defenseman. And he's good. He's good to go. He's not doing anything flashy. I know not everybody's a big fan of him. He's staying under the radar. And Braun has stepped up substantially. Yes, that's very like substantially. So, and, most outstanding you know, player. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying about the defense. So, I guess my question more was, does Ryan Ellis' it, uh, Ryan Ellis's absence impact the defense as much as everyone is really worried about? And does Kevin Hayes' absence uh, affect the offense, and to be honest with you, my answer is no, because we haven't been doing that bad without either one of them. So if you ask me, I think you, I know you're going to jump all over my shit down there, Paul Bunyan. Relax for a minute. <laughs> Jesus. <Christ. laughs> um, it's it's not doing bad. Nick Sealer's doing a, a good job. All all you know, considering everything aside, like you know, all things considered, he's doing he's doing good. Um, I do think, and I, I, it does pain me to say this because this who's this kid, Max Willman? Is that who this is that's mm-hmm. coming up? Or he's a grinder, two-way style player. He's like a poor man's Lawton, 
is from what I got from watching. Well, that's what, well, that's what I'm saying is just, you know, I don't think he's the guy. And I guess if it's going to be somebody, it might as well be Morgan Frost. Um, you know, the, I was talking to uh, Jamie Bascal and uh, a couple other guys um, on Twitter the other night. And it was basically saying that, you know, his his chances to come up, and I guess if you're if you're gonna bring him up, it's time to bring him up now and let him stay up. Only stay up if you're putting up. Well, if not, you're going out. back down, and then you'll probably be on the chopping block. Well, do you take him down? Do you bring him up and then send him back down when the guys come back? And I say no, because obviously. Oh, did you just do the Frankie finger thing? Oh, I like yeah. that. I like I like that. That's structure. <laughs> structure whoa whoa um but yeah uh i'm out of here you're out of here um i'm not reading all that i'm not i'm not doing all that um but yeah i just well, really look don't at, look at it this way i'll elaborate more on what you're talking about i know i'm cutting you off taking it over but look at you know ryan ellis we, we brought him in to help roll our power play line and we're scraping almost dead last in the power play percentage. And Kevin Hayes also manned the second power play line. Sometimes he was up on the first, but usually he was manning the second. There's two main guys on power play, and they're both defensive style, so that's also why their team is probably hurting as well. So I'll do something with you guys. I hate this. It's going to be – it's, it's, it's almost done, I promise. Um, you're behind the bench – and you're forming your own power. Go ahead. Have you been have you been, have you been putting the finger up this whole time? No, that was the first time. Oh, okay, good. You can go because I wanted to say something before we moved on to something else. Why well, was it for say moving on to something else? But you can get okay. I don't necessarily think that play has impacted negatively, but I think the morale has, especially with Kevin Hayes. I like that. I like that. I should have said that, but I didn't. Yeah. Shit. Who's a better um, judge? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Javier. Okay. Javier. Um, so, you're behind the bench. You're the coach that's going to put the power play out. Who's who's leading the power play on defense? Uh, I'm going to go to Wade. If it's line one, I, I love the two defensemen on the power plays. I don't really like the the fourth forward because it never works out for us. I agree with that. Just like a board check in G, you know, when they put them on that defensive side, they'd always overplay their fucking side. Um, and then I would have Ellis run the power play with Prove. Ellis Those two I'd have – well, I'm saying that's who I would have had before. Okay, so – with with the standings that there are with the, with the players that are available now, Risto, Prove and Risto, line one, Prove and Risto, because I want that fucking booming shot like Pronger had. It just seems like Risto doesn't have the confidence of doing it, and I'm thinking if you put a veteran Prove with him, it would work. I don't want Sandheim because he oh, is another boom. one that likes to move up and out of his play. So I like I like the Prove. Over to Risto for a booming shot on the power play. Let me go to Jake. Go ahead, Jake. I mean, Prove you have to have. Me, personally, I would probably do Sandheim. The motherfucker thinks he's a forward anyway, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
That's one thing. At least he's not scared to fucking shoot. You know, and I'm yeah. always going to shoot it. He might not hit the net 90% of the fucking time, but. <laughs> hit the net and all this. <laughs> it was the wind. He's definitely got a huge slice on that fucking slap shot. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he does. For being a bigger defenseman and supposedly supposed to be a defensive defenseman, he does have some pretty pretty good puck handling skills. So that's why I would like him at the point because you never know, you know, getting the pass back to you, hops over your stick. I'd rather have someone who's got better hand-eye, and I don't think Risto's as athletic as a Sanheim is. And I'd rather save Risto for the, the penalty kill, save his legs for that because that's where he's going to be playing his best. Um, despite the uh, minus seven and the lack of any points whatsoever in the last five games, I'm going to go say, I'm going to say Keith Yandel, just because oh. none of you said it. <laughs> I was going to. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm. we got the, the wavelengths today, I guess. I think we do. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's not looking too great right now, but we still love him. I'm still on the Yandel train. Well, I'm going to solidify it real quick. It's because that's why he was brought on. Yandel's supposed to lead the power play. That's why he was brought here because that's what he was doing in Florida. AV is underutilizing Yandel for some reason. I went over this, Wade, you were there. I went over this on the... Mm -hmm. On uh, drunk on ice, I don't know why he's doing it, and it's really fucking hurting the power play. That's why you brought him here. He is a veteran defenseman. He is an Iron Man. You put him and Proveroff together. I'm telling you right now, magic. Correct me if Jeez. I'm wrong. Has that happened yet? I don't think it's happened yet on the power play. We don't put two defensemen together, so you got to start. You got to figure that shit out, dude. I'm telling you right now. That's what I'm doing, and I'm putting Drew. Atkinson, and I don't know who the third one. I don't know who the third one would be. Therapy. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I trust that. Not no, not TK. Not not TK. No. Bizarre. But I don't know. I, you want I a guy that gets up in that net? That's true. Either Bizarre. Lawton will he'll dive head first into that shit. That's true. We'll try we'll try to get. You're gonna want, try to get Javi on the second one. Some that, garbage. Try to get JVR some garbage goals. Maybe you know. I have get him going. Goal. I don't I know for JVR. I know he just looks like he's out there skating, collecting a paycheck. He needs to like, just park like himself in front of the net where he's supposed to be. Exactly. Yeah, but he's not even doing that right. That's exactly. He's standing off he the side. He's yeah, playing he out, of, like out of position. He's playing out of position, and he's starting to be a hockey player. Look, dude, just just park your ass like Jess has said, in front of the net, and get the deflection. Moving on. Oh, oh. Moving oh back another on. one. Moving back. I like this. Follow okay. up. Um, so to solidify the um this is this is more so for Jake. Oh, okay. Um you know, like a couple weeks ago when we were doing the whole Wayne Simmons versus JVR. Oh, and you shit. said you said JVR. Yeah. What's your what's your opinion now? Because I mean, he's not playing well, but nobody yeah. offensively on the Flyers is playing well. Tell yeah. me you have Simmons numbers. I don't know, Cam. Cam's been burning well this year, but he's not an everyday guy. It seems like I wish, you know. But 
I mean, we're 22nd in the league in goals per game. So nobody offensively is doing well. I don't care how yes. many points they have. It's not consistent. For starting out so strong, it's pretty disappointing. And like we're third in shots given up per game. Which is, we're supposed a to team. have all this money and assets put in a right defense. There. And, I mean, Wayne Simmons has a, a minus one and four points. I mean. He's not doing great either. On a, on probably a more offensively skilled team than. Yeah, but he's probably going, what, fourth line minutes, though? I mean, that's probably JVR at this point, too. He should be. Yeah, definitely should be. <laughs> I mean, fuck, he put McEwen up on the sec- first or second I mean, line. You'll see some shit. That's because McEwen is literally destroying it, dude. He's, he's such yeah. an underrated player. My point was that JVR had a quietly good, good year last year. Like, it wasn't great, but he was getting those deflections. He was playing playing like we just spoke. Putting his ass yes, record that. Getting record the dirty that. goals. <laughs> but record at this that. point, Wayne Simmons would be a better option because you're, you're not paying him as much. But, yep. I mean, we'll have to see at the, at the end of the year if JVR has a stretch of where he's back to normal. Yeah, if he gets hot, he can, he can be fucking blazing. If I was also like super excited when we got JVR back. Yeah, I think everybody was. Yeah, but I don't think he was the because same. Because he did pretty well up in Toronto once he was gone. Yeah, he I wouldn't say Toronto. I was super excited after I seen the contract. That was my biggest then, problem yes. with him coming back. Moving on. Um. Wade Allison's return has been hinted through Twitter, but I have the real story. Breaking news. I talked to our guy today. Oh, you sliding in the DMs, buddy? Oh, I slid right in the Insta DMs. Raw dog. Straight up, straight up, bro. Oh, wait, hold on. Here this guy goes. Not me, not even a little bit. I never wanted him here ever. That's a tall order, but that's, that's a bold statement. Yeah, you did. Anyway, um, so it was said that, you know, he's going to uh, – Allison's going to be returning. He's actually cleared to play, to go to practice, not to play, sorry. He's cleared to practice with the, with the Phantoms. Um, I'm going to give him a week, two more weeks until he plays his first week with the Phantoms, and then he comes up and plays with Flyers. So this is the problem with that is everybody's going to stomp their feet about um, um, uh, what's it called Morgan Frost and Zamola and all the other people that they want to come up. Uh, I think this is kind of where we jump back to when he was playing with us in the playoffs. He really pumped the team up. I mean, he 100% pumped this team up. Um, And like I said, just seeing him in the press box, he is huge. He is definitely, definitely three times as big as he used to be. And he's pumped up and he's ready to rock and roll. So, one of these guys that are injured, I, I I see him being I see him one week with the Phantoms, and then he comes up to the Flyers. Um, he's going to perform. He gets into the dirty areas. He will fight. I mean, if everybody remembers him uh, at practice or at that rookie game, he absolutely fucking destroyed that dude. It was like seventeen foot tall. You know, it's just uh, he he's coming back and. 
our conversation today, like I said, I don't like to get too much into it because I don't want to be that guy. Um, he'll be back soon. Within, I'm going to tell you right now, within the next, I'd say, I would give him a week and a half to two weeks of practice. And then I would give him probably the end of the first week playing and he'll be back up with the Flyers. Thoughts with that, Jess has. No, I'll, I'll, I'll go to Jake. Um, first, he hasn't played in the playoffs for us. He just played at the end of the year last year. I guess oh. that was like his tryout pretty much. Oh, he, the playoff run. That we, okay, right, okay. Yeah, I mean, he, he had a good 14 games with us. I loved his energy. We talked about it before. I just hope that energy wasn't like, hey, I want to make the team. Let me go all out. And then when he gets solidified on the team, is that energy going to go? I don't think it will. I will everything I hear about part, the kid. I will repeat is, that part of our conversation. I said that? two to three weeks, huh? Glad you're getting back around. Can't wait to see you in orange and black. It, yeah, I'm still not sure, but I'm definitely working on it. I'm definitely going to work on it. I appreciate everything. I'm definitely going to work as hard as I can, and I'll be up there. Good. And I hope he's still down there when I go to the Phantoms game in December. So he's yeah, like now, now you know just because you said that he's not going to be. Yep, I know. Well, now that'll we have a timeline. That'll be the day he gets called up. Right. Uh, Frank well, says Frost comes here and plays poorly. He will never get a chance again. Frost can't come up. Not this year. Keep Frost down with Sam's friends. Sam's boys. Well, I mean, if he's if he's proven that he can fucking play and he's not going to take his ball and go home or break when he hits a board this year, I think we should just bring him up. Frost? Plug, plug him in, yeah. Plug him in, see how he's doing on the third line because Lindblom's not cutting it this year. That's maybe give him one. a couple extra – maybe give him a couple extra days of just sitting, get his mind clear. Well, Frost, you know, plug him in for a couple of games. He did pretty good when we brought Frost up uh, a few years back. I believe he, he scored on his very first NHL game, too. He played four games and then got injured with that injury that lasted the entire season. Um, his shoulder fell around, yeah. Yeah. So, it, you, you kind of – I guess I got, got to kind of say and take back that um, – he hasn't earned it because he may have done well that season if he did play the whole season, but he may not have. Um, it's just that the the longing attitude of him and everybody says that they don't understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, he, when he went back to the down in Lehigh, he didn't do shit for weeks. So, like, if you're trying to strive and you're trying to get up to the NHL again, you're, aren't you going to put forth the work? And, you know, I am the host of Flyers Alley, so I have done a lot of my research. He has his own gym back in his hometown. His parents own a gym. So, therefore, he's not even he's not even working out with any partners. Most people in the NHL find someone. TK and a bunch of other guys uh, practice at a, at a local facility. He'll go practice, but he doesn't work out with anybody. You know, he, he, when, I, when I think Morgan Frost, I think of a spoiled little rich kid that's not getting his way, and he stomped his feet and got sent down. And then his first couple, his first month in the in the A, he didn't do anything. Now he's starting to play because I guess it's starting to kick in. Like, hey man, like you got to work your way back up. 
I'd love to see him do, but that's just a bad taste in my mouth. That's 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 all I'm gonna say. Any thoughts before I move on? Nope. This guy. Um, that's all I got on around the ring. Um, upcoming games. We got the Flyers at Tampa on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, then we got the Flyers at Florida at 7 p.m. Eastern. And we have the Flyers at the Well versus Carolina matinee game. Jesse and Frankie will be in attendance. Um, your guys' thoughts on these games? How do you think it's going to go? Let's get some uh, records going. Uh, Jake. I'm not, I'm not too confident. And this, I was going to say, our show next week could be really fucking negative. And it can be. This is a brutal schedule. You're playing top teams the next three games. So it's a good test of what, what we're we're going to see, especially without our two of our top guys, Ellis and Hayes. Yeah. So I'm not confident. I'm hoping for two wins, but, you know, one and two with maybe the other second loss being a point still, like an overtime loss, would might be a win for me. But like I said, I, I'm starting to get tired of this moral victory shit. It's got to be start stringing wins together. I don't care if your schedule is tough. I don't care if you have injuries. Every team's dealing with injuries. Every team's playing NHL professional hockey players. Start stringing together some wins. We've only won two games in a row, I think, twice this year the first two weeks of the season and it's just been win loss win loss or loss loss win you know you got to start going on a streak if you if you want to get some separation in your division every game matters at this point i think that this stretch i think we'll go one and two i think we may beat Carolina again, um, which would bring us at a four-game losing streak. But I do think we'll start winning after that. Um, just looking at the schedule, I mean, we got Devils, Islanders, Rangers. And the Islanders are doing very badly right now, by the way. You do have Tampa and Colorado back-to-back days. That's another brutal stretch right there. Well, this yeah. week's back-to-back, too. I mean. The next two are back. No, I'm, I'm talking about. Oh yeah, Tuesday. Well, New York, yeah. yeah, but they're both in. Well, no, it was they're one one, one one homes one away. No, they're both in Florida and Carolina's home. Oh, I was talking about New York. Wow. The oh, that is back to back. You're right. Whew. We have like three. There's oh my god, there's four back to backs. Not to like jump ahead the schedule, but there's one, Right. But there's like one, one, two, three, four in the next four weeks. There's one a week, and another one at the end of December. Nut up or shut up time. Yeah. Fifteen back-to-back totals this season. Thank you, Frankie James. But there's um, four. Like, it, like there's four. There's one a week for the next month. Aside from like two weeks, or they bring, they bring the next the two weeks, together. 
Yeah, like Jake said, they need to start streaking and they need to start streaking now because if they don't and it's going to come crunch time at the end of the season like they do every single year when they rely on the very last game of the season, which is probably Pittsburgh, and then we lose and then we don't make the playoffs. Is that him? He's in the stairs again. (laughs) I just deleted his stream yard. Um, Wade, what do you think? A lot of negativity going on around here. No, I'm not going to say we're going to sweep it out. No, it's going to, like what Jake was, you know, hinting to, it's probably going to be a win-loss-loss, overtime loss. I can see it's something playing out like that. Yeah, 1-1-1. One, one, and and again, I could, I, I could also see us getting a revenge game back on fucking Tampa as well. Mm-hmm. We just that's don't do well in Florida in general. Yeah, I wouldn't either. So this is how it's going to go. <laughs> okay. Put that fucking hand Oh, down. For the record, this is Mr. how it's going to go for Jesse from Delco. Here's the facts. Let's go. Come on. Oh, and Need a fucking cup in that hand. <laughs> Listen. He's drinking unsweetened iced tea. It's not going to be as bad as we think it is. Let's Listen, um, we're going win, loss, win. We're going to beat T- Tampa. We're going to lose against Florida. And we're going to win against Carolina. You put money on this or? I'll put a case of Kenwood beer on it. I'm a betting woman. Put a piece, <laughs> put, uh, put, put some Kenwood beer on it. Flyers Alley is sponsored by Kenwood Beer. Go to www.kenwoodbeer.com and use the Kenny Tracker to find a distributor near you. We're also sponsored by Body Check Wellness. Go to www.bodycheckwellness.com. Use promo code OCS in all caps for your hemp derived CBD oils, functioning mushroom blends, and edibles, just like Gummy Wade uses. Yes. With that being said. Does that mean oh. you're ending the show? Like you didn't even say anything yeah. about it. Yeah, it's that's. It's, I, it's I did. A way of exiting now. I just did. I just said it's gonna be. They're gonna win. They're gonna lose, and then they're gonna win. I don't want to get too yeah, much. Just want to jinx them. I don't want to jinx myself. Want jinx myself? It sounds like you got scared when she was like, "You're gonna bet money on it." You were like, "Okay, let's end the show now." I did. I said, "I'll, I'll, 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 I'll give you some Kenwood beer." And I told all the viewers where to go. <laughs> so I don't know if it's – so what's the bet? Is it if you're right or I'm right or if you're right or wrong? If Jesse's right or wrong, it's how it should be. So they have to win two games, two of the three. He's always wrong so because go, he's a boss. So if they go win, loss, win, I buy you a case of Kenny. If they do anything else, you buy me a case of Kenny. Okay, this is how we'll do it. If you win, I'll get you a free case of Kenwood beer. And if I, if but if did I win, you have to this, buy me. Did you make this bet with someone else and nothing happened with it? You spoke up, Sally. All right. What? <laughs> Check out the rest of the shows on the network: the Dusty Buttes <laughs> Hockey Show, so messed up, Great show, the Six Man Halftimers Podcast, and Phantoms Row at www.oldcitysports.com. Old spelled O L D E. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Flyers Alley. On Twitter at Flyers, Flyers Alley Pod 1. And Instagram at Flyers Alley. Also, if you were 
affected by the tornado in Delaware, PA, or New Jersey, go to www.bialowsconcrete.com and use our buddy Frank, the animal. He's the best in the biz. We will see you guys hopefully sun- Sunday. Are we going to be able to do a Sunday? Can we do Sunday? Yeah, we'll see. We'll keep you guys updated. Go to our website and you can see our schedule. Um, what's who's this? Great show, gang. Great what show. What just happened? Thanks a lot, Frankie. We'll see you guys next week. Maybe this Sunday. Maybe not. What's what's wrong? Real quick. I have a final thought. Let me get quick because my talkers are ready to come out. Oh, you made a <laughs> I'm sorry. Did your wife make no, the like, cupcakes? No. Like, oh, no she loved them. Oh. Yeah, they're ready yeah. to come out. <laughs> Go. Go quick. What's up? I said already. What did you say? I just want to know if Jake's wife liked the cupcakes I made. Yeah, she, she loves them. I end up eating half of them, though. I'm ripping through the sugar-free ones like a mofo, dude. <laughs> They're real good. I didn't get one. Sad music. You gummied up. <laughs> Cue the sad music. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm out. That Talk guy didn't get a cupcake. The party foul. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Hopefully we'll be on Sunday 30. Talk to you later. Later.